This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. The CEO and founder of Inspired Living, Carrie Murphy, is committed to empowering people all over the world to dream it, live it, be it. Her company specializes in teaching entrepreneurs how to clarify their message, authentically show up on camera, and leverage video in order to build an influential brand. Carrie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Now, this is an audio-only podcast, but I can see Carrie right now, and she has this very big smile on her face, which tells me either she's a really good liar or she really wants to be here, and I like to think it's the latter. I do. I'm actually very excited to be here. We're talking about uh, my favorite subject, so always happy to talk about it and share and get more people showing up, sharing their message, making the difference they're here to make. I love your tagline, dream it, live it, be it. And we'll, we'll get more into that a little later on. Now, because you're a video gal, I want to share a little story with you. So I'm 56. I'm an entrepreneur. And all through high school, all through college, I hated any kind of oral report. Oh, my goodness. When this is, okay, Mark, it's your turn. I'm like, I'm up there holding a piece of paper. And I'm like, uh, now you can't get me to shut up. I've got a daily podcast. I can literally, this so annoy some of my friends, but I can literally turn the camera on, record a video and upload it to Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Like, how do you do that? Look I have at to, you. I have to sketch it out for hours and like, look at, I just do it. I said, look, am I perfect? Is it polished? No, but I think my videos are better than yours because you haven't created one yet. So I would encourage people to just be yourself. And I just go on and create videos. And what I do and I, I want you to speak on this. So I'm just kind of setting, setting this, the, the setting, setting this. What's the word I'm looking stage. for? You're setting Thank the you. Ground setting the stage. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't find that word. So what I do, is I typically go into Snapchat. I love Snapchat. Snapchat doesn't get a lot of love, but if you go in the Apple app store, top five uh, apps, it's been there for as long as I can remember. My so daughter I, loves the filters. Yeah, <laughs> And it's fun. And they only do two things, by the way, they do videos and pictures. They don't do groups. They don't do live. They don't, they, they do two things. They do them very well. So I record a 60 second video in Snapchat, download it. Then I put it on Instagram reels. I put it on LinkedIn, put it on TikTok. So I'm doing what Gary Vaynerchuk suggests repurposing everywhere. Yes. And what I do is I just think, okay, what do I want to share today? Okay. And I just talk. I don't, I think people get paralysis. Now we're not talking about courses and membership and stuff like that. We're talking about sharing things on social media. I think people get caught up in the paralysis. I'm like, what if I use the wrong word? Is the background okay? And like, we're not talking about a super produced video. We're talking about video on social media. So let's start the conversation there. Yes. Well, I have to say, it's so nice to hear that you got over the fear and that you're putting yourself out there because, you know, as we know, Mark, like this is where everyone lives. Eight out of 10 views online are video. And people are 80%, 80% more likely to buy a product or service after watching a video. So we all know, like, this is where we live. And yet, if you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, and you didn't grow up with a camera in front of your face, like my daughter, you know, it's it can be very overwhelming. And I get it. I mean, for the last decade, I mean, this is all I've done with entrepreneurs all around the world. And so I want you to first know, if you are freaked out about video, you're not alone. Right? You're not alone. But here's the thing. Video is not about you. 
And I say that because especially being a woman, Mark, I don't know how you feel, but I know because we work with a lot of women that they never feel like they look good enough. No matter what they look like, it's I need to be younger. I need to be older. I need less wrinkles. I need more wrinkles. I need to be thinner. I need to. And so we make it all about ourselves and we also make it about the words. Am I saying everything okay? Like this paralysis of perfection comes over you and you do nothing. And that's what you said. Like my videos might not be great, but they're better than yours because they're out there, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, at this point, just get yourself out there. Here's the thing. Like people are looking for content every day. There's no lack of content. In fact, we're in content confusion, content overload. But when you find someone that you resonate with, that speaks your language, that has an energy, that brings great content, that has a story that you can see yourself a part of, like they're going to follow you to the end of the earth. And I think that when it comes to video, we make it about us. And video is really about reaching the one person on the other side. It's one person. If you think about, oh my God, this is going to reach millions, right? (laughs) It's going to go viral. I'm like, unless you have a cat, a puppy, or a baby, like the likelihood of that happening is slim. It's possible. Um, So understand like what you said, I really, I really liked. You said 60 seconds. What can I share today? What can provide some value for someone else in 60 seconds? I mean, you do that every day. You're going to build such an amazing following because you're giving value. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you look like. That's why my tagline is dream it, live it, be it, be it, right? You be you, be authentic, share your voice, share your message. Like Gary Vee would say, like, just do you, mm-hmm. right? Love me, hate me. I don't care. Just show up consistently and care about someone else. Really. I mean, video is about caring about someone else, I think. I love how you put that. And I remember one day I was in the backyard recording a video and I thought it was on point. And right around 45 seconds in, my dog decided she wanted to talk to the girl next door. And I got upset. And what I should have done, I should have said, hey, excuse me, girl, I'm recording the video and and posted that because that's real life. See, people... People think that we can only make super powers video, but that's not reality. Reality is you're recording a video or you're live and then a helicopter life flight flies over your head or a plane. Yeah, I mean, or the garbage you, truck yeah, comes exactly. at the exact moment I go live. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> but the thing is, that's life. And I think people appreciate that. Now, one of the things I've gotten really good at, maybe because I do the podcast every day, is if I lose my train of thought, I tell my brain, okay, slow down, keep going, slow down. And I think people are scared of not saying anything. So they will put any word out there, but then it derails them more. So if I lose my train of thought, I will pause for a second, but I'm still recording. And people don't mind that. But if you just fill that word with a, um, or, uh, or that's annoying, that is annoying. but if you pause, people go, oh, he's collecting his thoughts. I mean, if you pause for 40 seconds, that's different, but I'm pausing for a second or something, or maybe I sense my tongue being beginning to tie itself in knots. And I know if I stop for a second, then it untangles itself and I'm fine, but it took me a long time to get there. Now I can literally go create a video anytime and I'm fine. But in the beginning I was scared. I'm like, well, what if no one likes it? Who cares? Who cares? It's, it's like you said something about viral videos earlier. Now I like TikTok, And what I think 
was interesting about TikTok is unlike American companies, you can be an anti-vaxxer on TikTok. You can talk about the Biden administration on TikTok. You can't talk about the communist government of China, but everything else is fair game. And I noticed something. The things I see viral go viral on TikTok all the time are dogs and COVID. And if you talk about COVID with a dog, it's viral. But <laughs> here's the thing. Are any of those views converting to clients? Because I don't right. care how many views you get. Right. Are you making money? Yes. I Oh, thank you so much for saying that because I think we get caught up. I interviewed Shaw Wasmond and she said something that I repeat all the time because I loved it so much. She said, there's vanity and sanity metrics, right? And I and I was like, that just stuck with me so much because we look at these vanity metrics that are like, how many views, how many likes? And then I'm like, sanity metrics. What are your, what's your conversion? How many clients are you getting? How many people are, you know, reaching out to work with you? And I will tell you, you don't need a huge audience to make a great income using video. Seth Godin talks about the smallest viable market, right? Niche it down. Don't try to reach everyone because you're right. Those viral videos are great for branding. But again, for most of us, COVID is not our brand, right? It doesn't serve us to go online or TikTok and talk about COVID because it has nothing to do with what we're doing. So I think it's important to understand who you're talking to. And Mark, I love that you said, you know, sometimes my tongue feels like it's getting you know, tangled up. We call that word salad, word <laughs> salad, where, you know, there's just like you're chewing on too many words and the power of pause is amazing. Notice, I just paused. Like you actually draw people in when you're not trying to fill every space with a word, you know, and there's nothing wrong with pausing. That's fantastic, you know, but I think that before you start your video, I would highly recommend you know who you're talking to on the other side of it. Because what happens is when you're like, okay, I'm just going to go live, I'm just going to do a video. It's not connecting to anyone if you're like, hey, everyone, hi, I'm here today. Like, know your person, know where they're at at the time they're watching their video, their pain points, their the possibilities, what they've been doing, what isn't, excuse me, what isn't working, what is working. And so when you speak to that person, the greatest compliment you can ever have is stop talking to me. Every time I hear your videos, I feel like you're literally taking words out of my brain. That is it's magic, but it's not magic. But you speak to that one person, like you know him or her, like your best client, your best friend. And when you give value, you're speaking into that person. I say all the time, the camera is a conduit. It's just, it's just a lens that you're reaching someone else through. It's not an inanimate object. There's one person watching you at each moment, one person. So it's just like the podcast. We're only yes. talking to one person. I don't know anybody who has a podcast listening party. So we're talking to one person. They may be out walking their pooch. They've got yep. the AirPods in and they're walking. So we're not saying y'all for listening. We're saying you. And that's one thing I try to get people to understand, whether it's video or podcasting, it's an audience of one. That is right. And when you know that audience, like you really know that person, the fear really starts to dissipate. The words come to you. You don't have to worry about, oh my God, what am I going to say today? You know, I was actually just doing um, a client training and people were asking me about, you know, how much should I add of me to my videos? Like if I'm spiritual, if I do this, if I, I'm like, bring all of you to the videos. And you know what I did? I'm like, I had three people ask me that. I'm going to go live and talk about it because I know that my audience is also 
asking those questions. And I spoke right into that one person that I had just talked to. So it makes it so much easier when you know who you're talking to because you take the onus off you, Mm. right? It's not like I'm here talking to you, Mark, and I'm going, oh my God, what am I going to say next? I I hope I know what to say next. I'm going to keep thinking about what I'm going to say next. Like I just, we're in a conversation and video is a conversation. Video is a dialogue. It's not a monologue. So the pausing, allowing someone to think if you ask a question, like just being you, just talk to your person and it gets easier the more you do it. Video is a muscle. Right. Video is a muscle. The more you do anything, the better you get. Look at you. You came from like terrified of doing anything public speaking. And now you're doing daily podcasts, daily videos. And that I'm going to assume came from practice over time. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, you listening to the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Stuchowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter, and you can sign up right now by going to mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com. Let me let me ask you about metrics because here's my opinion on metrics. Okay. I think all social media platforms should give us the option to hide the metrics except for the author. Because I scroll through Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever the case may be. And I've seen posts, you've probably seen posts, and like, this is horrible. Why has it got so many likes? And I think the more people like it, the more people like it because it gets pushed up by the algorithm. And I'm like, what would happen if we hit all the metrics? Obviously, you're going to leave the comments there. And just like whenever I post something on Instagram that's not a video, because reels, you can't hide the the likes. But on regular videos or on posts, you can hide the, the like count and the view count. I yeah. do that because not because I'm not getting a lot of likes and views, but I don't want people to determine my post before they've watched the video, before they've read the post. I don't want them to judge it by how many views and comments I got. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't really look at it. I personally don't look at it that way simply because when I'm looking at numbers, I'm looking at conversion. I'm look I mean, I definitely look at what are the analytics? How are, how many people are watching the insights? Really amazing information that we have at our fingertips, right? Um, but that is interesting because when I think about my behavior, when I'm scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and I'm seeing a video that has a lot of views, do I stop more on it? I may. I may. I don't know if I like it though because someone else did. So it's interesting. It's a, it's a good conversation to have. I'm not sure. I know right now too, they're, they are hiding likes more, you know, right? Instagram is saying we're going to hide likes unless you want them to be shown ah. because they're trying to make it so it is more individualized, I think, and not so much. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now let's talk about starting a video because you mentioned something very key and I, everyone does this when they first start, whether it's a, a real or video or a live Hi, I'm Mr. Productivity. Nobody cares. Now, nobody cares. If you are Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, Oprah, Tony Robbins, you can do that because you're a mega superstar. You're a mega influencer. But even they don't do it. They don't have to say their name at that point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We know who they are. They can get to it, but they don't have to do it anymore. And I, I think one thing I've learned is you have to grab people as soon as your video starts. Now, what I don't like, and I see this trend all the time on TikTok, is you're scrolling through. Now, 
confession. I don't spend a lot of time consuming social media. I use social media. I don't let social media use me. There's a Very big smart. difference. And I'm a Very productivity smart. person here. But I see people, they'll hold their, they'll hold their hand up the camera and go, stop, stop right now. That annoys me, okay? Because you caused me to stop and now you wasted two or three seconds giving me no value other than tell me to stop. I would like to know your, your thoughts. What's the best way to start a video? Because as people are scrolling, scrolling through and we want people to stay to the end because now all the social media sites are saying it's all about watch time. It's all about how dwell time. Watch. Yep. How do we get people? How do we hook people in to go? Hmm. I think I'm going to watch this whole video. Okay. Thank you so much for asking me this question because those videos annoy the crikey's out of me. Like, stop what you're doing right now. Like the really in your face, obnoxious videos. I can't handle, I can't do it. Um, so here's, here's what I believe. I think you should always start with the why, right? Old marketing adage, been around forever. The old acronym W I F M what's mm -hmm. in it for me, me. And you're right. We have three to eight seconds to keep and capture someone's attention. So when you start your video with, Hey everyone, it's Carrie Murphy, CEO of Inspired Living. And today it's such a beautiful day here in Hermosa Beach. Like no one cares, right? But when you start your video with, do you want to learn how to be amazing on camera? Do you struggle with what to say, how to say it? The fear of showing up in judgment takes you out of the game every day. If that is you, today is your day because I'm going to talk to you about the number one thing that you can do to get over that fear and start showing up more powerfully. That is powerful. What about captions? Now, there's two. I think captions are great. I do. I mean, as much as I hate them because I'm a video girl, um, we are just in an ADD, DD, 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 DD society. <laughs> we are also ADD, Mark. Like, we, like, how do you get someone to stop? So, I think it is important to have captions um, because people are reading before they decide to press play. Um, and so I say, yes, I mean, why not? It's just another tool to help you gain viewers. I think sometimes they can be distracting, but I really think they do help. Um, yeah. So I say yes to those. Well, a lot of the platforms will do it automatically. Right. Uh, please edit them. They, <laughs> there's nothing worse Stop than someone reading your captions wrong. and you could tell you didn't take three seconds to go through it. I mean, yep. this is your brand. So if you're creating a video, do you want people to know that you don't have an attention to detail? Now, I want to ask you something else I found has been working pretty well with me is to take a title and put the title like underneath my face, because some people who may not let the video play, if I've got a, a hook, like I did a video recently that was, do you wake up every day with a smile on your face and a smile on your heart? And I put that in the title. Now, I, for some reason, I was checking my Instagram and like, oh my gosh, I got like a lot of views because I think it was right there. They didn't yep. have to play the video. They knew what the video was about. So what do you think about having the title right there in the video? Yeah, I think that's great. Again, the quicker you can help someone make a decision to press play, fantastic. So especially on YouTube, having really clear thumbnails with the title where someone can instantly say, oh my gosh, I want to listen to this. This is exactly what I want. Just think we're all just pulled in so many different directions. How can you make it easy for someone else to say, this is content that I want to listen to? So captions, thumbnails, titles. Um, and again, start the videos with with addressing either a pain point or a possibility. I could flip that why just as easy as I started with the pain point to be like, how amazing would it be? 
if every time you pressed record, you felt confident, you felt clear with your message, you weren't freaking out about what you were going to say, and you were actually getting new clients because you were connecting to your ideal client. Wow. So you can, yeah, right? And this is just off the top of my head. So when you start with pain or possibility, you're getting people to go, you know, that ear, that little like doggy head. Um, and that's the thing with video. It's not about selling. It's about relationship building mm. as social media is. And I think that some people look at it like the stop right here. Do you want to be like me? Do you want to be on my jet? Um, like that's a strategy. It's a strategy that I can't imagine that many people can really like fall into, but I'm sure it, it works for some. But I think you have to find your voice. I think that at the end of the day is what is the most important thing is that you don't try to be Grant Cardone or Gary Vee or Oprah or Tony. Like it's so easy to look at people that have reached a certain status and go, well, I just need to be like them. We already have them. Mm-hmm. Like It's really important that you find you. Take the time to find you, to know what your core values are, to know what you stand for. And we were talking before we went live about different stances and what we talk about. You never have to talk politics. You don't have to talk about religion, but you can just encompass those things. Like you just are you and people will make assumptions. It's none of your business what people think about you. Thank you, Dr. Seuss. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and you just get to be you. And I'll tell you what, here's the thing. There's almost, what, 8 billion people on the planet, billions of people online. You will find your tribe. You will find your tribe. Stop trying to reach everyone. I think yeah. that is the biggest mistake people make as they try, as I say, to catch the ocean. And you speak differently to a man than you do a woman. You speak differently to a single mom than a mom that's married. You speak differently to someone in college versus someone who is an empty nester. Like You speak differently to different people. The way you would speak to them, the language you would choose. So the content you would share. So know your person and know you, and you do those two things, there's no way your business won't grow. There's no way. There is so much gold in what you just said. I want to thank you for saying it. I'm just, my mind is like, you know, going through meltdown right now, (laughs) you know, but you're right. You're hundred percent right. You have to be you. One of the things I don't ever do on my show is I never tell the downloads. And I had one person ask me a couple years ago, and they said, well, what are the, what are the downloads for, for your podcast? I'm like, well, you know, you're really in danger of not being on my show. And they said, I don't remember if it's a man or a woman. They go, well, why? I'm like, because it tells me why you want to be on my show. You don't want to be here to serve people. You want to hear to promote your book, your brand, your course, whatever. Right. And I said, but not only that, but downloads don't mean anything. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, if I told you I had four downloads, you go, oh my gosh, your show sucks. But if I told you my downloads were Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, Oprah, and Barack Obama, oh, it's different. And because we don't know who's listening to the show, we know what device you're listening to. We don't know who's listening to the show. It doesn't matter if you have four or 40 million. What I care about, Carrie, and you're probably going to agree with me with the video, am I helping someone to make a change that's going to make them a better person? And unfortunately, that is really difficult to measure unless they pick up the phone or email or send a carrier pigeon says, Hey, I heard your interview (laughs) with Carrie. I did this and my life changed. But to me, that's my goal with every episode. Oh, I love that. And I will say that 
people will stalk you long before they're going to like it, before they post. I mean, we have people, kid you not, that will come up to me at an event and be like, oh my gosh, Carrie, give me a big hug. Like I've been watching your videos for years. I have been following you. I love you so much. Thank you for what you do. And I'm like, why don't you ever comment on my stuff? Like, you know, and, and so here's the thing. People follow, people are stalking you before they follow, before they like, before they comment, before they buy. So you have to understand it is not your goal or your objective to reach thousands or millions of people. And I so agree, Mark. And when I, you know, back in the day when people would be like, well, what's your list size? I'm like, well, does that, is that really relevant? And I get it from a business point of view. We want to make sure that we're reaching enough people. But when you show up to serve consistently, then reciprocity, law, universal law, right? Energy is that you're going to get back. The more you give, the more you get. That's how it works. The more people you serve, the more money you make. So when you think about video as a tool and that it is the number one way to get in front of people, it's the number one way to connect with people. It's the number one way to convert people into buyers. It's a long-term game. It's a marathon. It is not a sprint. I have people say to me, well, Carrie, I did it for a month. Like I did a live every week or I did a live every day. Or first of all, you don't need to go live every day. Um, but you know, it's like, well, I tried it and it didn't work. Video is a long-term game. Building a brand, as you know, is a long-term game. And unless you're in it for the bigger why, you're, you're going to give up. That's why most businesses fail. It's not because of talent. It's not because you know of execution. It's because of impatience. So video is about consistently showing up over time to serve the one person that is looking for you. And I'll tell you what, you reach one person, you will reach many because they'll tell someone else and they'll tell someone else. It's when you're trying to talk to everyone that no one knows who you're talking to. And so they pass that three to eight seconds, they move on, mm-hmm. right? So stop worrying about the metrics. I think that's a really important conversation to have and start worrying about the meaning behind what it is that you're doing and choose to show up regardless. Does your to-do list have you overwhelmed? When you join my digital productivity coaching program, you'll learn how to get and stay focused, become untangled from the chaos of your to-do list, experience less overwhelm, and have time to do what you really want to do. Sign up today by clicking the coaching tab at mrproductivity.com. One of my favorite books right after the Bible is Grant Cardone's The 10X Rule. It's the only book I've read five times. I will read it every year because it's an incredible book. But one of the things he talks about in the book is you're not successful because you have an obscurity problem. And one of the ways I'm dealing with my obscurity problems, I'm creating video every day, one to three videos on all the platforms. I don't do Twitter anymore. And I'm promoting and pushing out video because I want people to know I'm not just Mr. Productivity, the host of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I'm a real person. So like I'm a daily runner. So I post about my daily run sometimes, or I'll post about my, my love of, you know, the church and God and the Bible. I mean, I, I'm not, that's who I am. I'm not just going to say, I'm not going to show up in social media just as Mr. Productivity, because that's not who I am. I'm married to a wonderful woman. I've got two daughters. I've got a dog and people to your point earlier, they want to know, oh, you're a real person. You, you don't just talk about productivity. And I think that resonates with people. I know, like, I like the videos like Gary and Grant do when they show behind the scenes or at their home or at an airport. Everyone does. That's what we want to know. Yeah. I mean, 
I we teach that there's five types of videos and the video that I say is the heartbeat of your brand is personality. Mm. People don't want to just know about your business. People want to know you. We actually make buying decisions off that no like trust factor, right? So if you're a runner and I'm a runner, I'm like, oh my God, Mark's a runner. That's amazing. I'm a runner too. I'm not, but if I was, um, I would love to be. And so I'm going to follow you more. I'm going to engage with you more. I'm going to have something in common with you, right? So you know, it's like with me being a mom, or I love good wine. I love living by the ocean. I love working out. I'm married to a musician. So you start throwing those things out there and other people can see themselves in you. And I'm going to go back to what I said earlier is people buy people, not things. So be, and I, those behind the scenes, people love that. And they love the imperfection of it all when you fall down or the blooper reel. So I have a very funny story and it's a quick one. My first national hosting job was with the Golf Channel. It was on a reality show called Highway 18. At this point in my life, I had never golfed. <laughs> um, but they they found my blooper reels. I was a spokesperson for a golf tea time website for two years that Comcast actually ended up acquiring. And the the production team would always post my bloopers on YouTube. Of all the things that I have ever done, those still get the most likes, <laughs> comments, because people love real people. So to see me mess up, I didn't realize I make like bird noises when I mess up. So I'd be like, like monkey noises, like who knows? And people would think that's so funny. The Golf Channel saw those bloopers and said, we think you're funny. We think you could be a great host for a new show that we're doing. Would you like to fly out to Florida to audition? Um, yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> and they gave me the job. I mean, unbelievable. So much fun. But they found me on YouTube. And I want to go to that for a minute is that we have had clients audition for HGTV, get their own shows, get on stages, get their own like book deal because of YouTube. People are on YouTube all the time looking for talent. I mean, there's so many media outlets, so many, you know, production companies that are always searching for the next thing, right? So YouTube is invaluable when it comes to positioning yourself as an expert, building out your brand and getting known in your industry. And people are looking all the time and going back again. Did I know the Golf Channel was looking at my videos on YouTube? No, but they were and they called me and I got my first national hosting show. So be you, those personality videos, the behind the scenes, people love that stuff. And the more you're just able to like get your guard down, I talk a lot about authenticity versus transparency. Authenticity to me is how you show up, right? Listening to you, Mark, listening to me, listening to Gary Vee or whoever you listen to, Oprah. Like I would think that if I sat down with Oprah after watching one of her soul sessions, it would be a similar Oprah. I don't think she changes much. I think she's pretty congruent with how she shows up in the world. I think Tony is really congruent with how he shows up in the world. So it's all about how I see you is who you are. And there are a lot of people, I think, in the space who put on a facade or like turn into someone on camera and off camera. They're either a holy nightmare or they're something else, right? So be congruent and be authentic to who you are. And then, the, but transparency is how much you share. And my clients ask me, you know, Carrie, do I have to share everything in my life? No, you get to share what you feel is appropriate for your brand and your audience. For example, if you're going through a horrible divorce right now, is it the time to share it? 
Or is it where you get to go through it, you get to, you know, heal from that, and then you can turn around with a different perspective to share it. But I will say people want transparency. If you do the research, you will see that people are more likely to buy from transparent brands than those that aren't. So those behind the scenes, those personality videos are so important. So well done in doing them. It's really good. People don't just want to know about your business. They really don't care. You got me real thing, really, uh, thinking about YouTube again. I'm not active on YouTube right now. I'm really focusing on LinkedIn and Instagram and like TikTok and Snapchat's like kind of on the side, but you know, cause I, I do a lot of video that's the portrait mode and yeah. I don't know if they would go over really well on YouTube, but you got me thinking that's what the smoke you're seeing on video is. It's getting a little Good, smoky. I'm glad I see the little smoke coming up. So, I mean, is it, let me ask you this. Let's talk about YouTube for a second here. Um, is it okay? I, I take, like I said, I create a 60 second video on Snapchat. And the reason why I do it on Snapchat is because Snapchat doesn't put the label of Snapchat on there. Like sometimes when you download a, a, a Instagram reel, it's got the Instagram logo or TikTok. And I notice if I take a TikTok video, put it on Instagram, it doesn't do real well. So Snapchat allows you to record the video, download it. So it's blank. And then I put it right. on the social media platforms. But if I took that video and put that portrait mode video, because uh, YouTube is landscape. It is. So is Facebook. Correct. But I put portrait videos on LinkedIn and on Facebook, which look pretty good on the mobile. What about YouTube? Have you put a, a portrait video on YouTube? It's not going to be good or? Uh, you know, again, you're going to have those bars on yeah. there. I don't think that's so great. Because okay. um, that means you get tricky. I know it does get tricky with repurposing, but I will say, I think it's easier because what we do as a team is I have a production day a month. And then I also shoot other videos. Like I'll do a live on Facebook. My team will download it, put it up into IGTV, vice versa. We'll do reels. And I don't know this. I, I will tell you, my specialty is teaching you how to be on camera. The technology and the editing is not my sweet spot. I just got to say that. But I, I will say when I see us take a horizontal video and repurpose it, I think that works better than a vertical video trying to repurpose it. Because we will take one video, Mark, and we use it for Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Like we we repurpose all the content and we never have an issue with the framing when I shoot wide okay. versus shooting on the phone. Because Instagram is really the and, and TikTok and um, Snapchat, right, are vertical. YouTube and Facebook. And I will say, I'm just going to tell you as your f new best friend, uh, you got to be on YouTube. I mean, it's, it's the largest search engine next to Google. Yeah. It's well, where I, I, I do have a are. YouTube channel. I just not, haven't done much with it. And I yeah. know once you get to like the 10,000 subscribers, I guess you can go live in the, on, in the app. It's a thousand, I think it's not 10, oh, a thousand. Okay. So I have like 115. I I've really been kind of like, Eh, you know, yeah. but now you got me, you got me thinking, Carrie, you got me thinking. All right, good. So Happy to hear. Um, I apologize for the smoke if it's uh, affecting the camera. <laughs> it's all good. Well, this is, this was an incredible conversation before we wrap up. Is there anything that's on your heart that we didn't talk about already, or maybe something we already talked about that you want to reiterate? Cause a lot of times the last thing you say is what sticks in the mind of the listener that you want to share with us now. What's coming to mind right now is someone needs to hear, stop waiting for validation. Stop waiting for someone to tell you you're good enough, that you're worthy, that your message matters. 
and go out there and change one person's life today. Make an impact on one person's life. Go share your story. Go share a tip. Go share, you know, something that you've learned through your experiences. Video is truly transformational for your business when you use it in that way. And you get to crown yourself the expert. You don't have to wait. You don't have to audition, right? You get to just show up and the asset that you have at your fingertips, the billion dollar assets of social media are truly unbelievable. Growing up in entertainment, having to audition to be on camera, not having these resources. I will tell you, we are so lucky to be in a place that we can go live whenever we feel like it. It's really amazing. The question is, are you using it? Are you waiting for the perfect time? Are you waiting for someone to tell you, you're good enough, go now. And I want to tell you, you are, that your vision is your destiny, that your message matters, and that the more you share it, the more momentum you will have in your business and the more money you will make. Wow. Well, where can we go to find out more about you and the dent you're putting in the universe? A little tip of the hat to Steve Jobs for that question. Yes. Uh, thank you. I would say my website, we have a ton of free resources. A lot of people ask me, how do I set up my home studio? What equipment do I need? Where do I get started? So super easy, inspiredliving.tv, like television. And then we're on social media, Inspired Living TV. Um, if you want to look and follow us on Instagram, we're very active. We, I reach back out to you. You can DM me personally. So, um, let me know if you need support. You know, my team and I are here to help you share your message and put your brilliance out into the world. Well, I want to thank you for an incredible episode. I learned a lot. Now you got me excited about YouTube again. So I want to thank (laughs) you so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you, every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, absolutely free. Just head on over to mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, mrproductivity.com.